live on Junkhead. We're going to close out the motherfucking year with the, the, the stable horses. Like the, the fucking Bud's Weiser Clydesdales of the Junkhead Ranch. Like the, these, these guys, these aren't like some gay ponies out in the field or some donkey, okay? These are, these are the fucking big dick Clydesdales <laughs> of Junkhead. Z and Parker. Z, what's up, my man? We'll do you okay. first, even though everybody knows you. Hey, yeah, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Bitch, a.k.a. Mr. Lovely. What's going on? Just <laughs> chilling here in uh, an old Tennessee. I uh, hope I don't get lynched. Hey, what's up, everyone? <laughs> Hell, yeah. It's lynching Par- season. And that's fucking Parker. What's up, dude? Hey, we out here. We We... Doing some New Year's Eve lunching. What can I say, man? It's, it's, so it's that festive. time. It's that time of the year. <laughs> that works. That yeah. works. It it kind of reminds me of. Did you see the Facebook uh, screen like capture that I posted on my Instagram uh, a couple days ago? What With, was like, it? The, I think I've seen the, this. The two thousand dollar stimulus check thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that's a somebody. That's somebody from my hometown, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's a real person. Yeah. Well, and 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 the the, the most disturbing part. Um, we might cut this part. We might not. I don't know yet. But he's very eager to use my beats for his rap career. And I, I, I didn't say no because I'm not that guy, but I'm also just kind of like, oh God, where are we gonna go with this? Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> um, is he good at least? Um, you know what? Fuck it. Let's <laughs> let's let's look at it on the pod. How about that? Let's do it on the pod. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> hell yeah. Here's my fucking Facebook and all its gayness and glory. <laughs> Sorry for blasting you on the pod, bro, but we got to do this research. Yeah. We'll, we'll never say his name, um, <laughs> but but you guys can see it. Okay. You got a coked out a Tweety Bird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um yeah he's like he's like one of those super uh buff dudes um yeah so here is the original status. I'm just going to read this so like the podcast listeners have an idea of what we're talking about. I thought so, this was you, a script, man. I didn't know it was a real person. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a very real guy. Um, so 2000 is your you uh, are like Y-O-U apostrophe R-E price question mark to take the long dick of the law question mark just do back page bitch 
exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, uh, aura, aura hole hole, I guess. First, they redistribute, comma, 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 problem solved, comma, comma, we're rich again, comma, comma, now we got the guns, comma, comma, the military, comma, comma, First Amendment rights, comma, comma, surveillance 24-7. People should stop making jokes and buy as many legal firearms as they can. Uh, this is some profound, like, G-John shit right here. Like, this is speaking to me. <laughs> yeah in a strange way it is his style like like the 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 all he all he needs is just like some poor quality after effects videos like setting this shit up and he's basically the g johnson of my hometown <laughs> like, <laughs> he's and oh, wait, he what, wants what does that one say up there that looked uh you don't need a microchip you're literally holding it yep Okay, I agree with that one. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he uh here's some very poor quality tacos that he made. <laughs> oh god. On Vinte y de Diciembre. Um, I guess he wanted to do Cinco de Mayo in December. That looks like that that Russian Fallout game we were we were uh <laughs> It's like some food stalker? I would find. Yeah. His home looks like st- <laughs> <laughs> That's the remastered version, his house. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's like got to eat that meal so he can go kill Straylock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, he's got like an 18-year-old girlfriend that he got pregnant, which is pretty cool. Um, I mean... Oh, he, he's a father. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And he was a dad, and then he wanted to become a rapper, bro, because he's living the life. He's doing it reverse. I like that. A thousand dollars on a fight between me and Tom McDonald's. Call Joe Ra- Rogan or battle. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What? <laughs> and and i want to point out this is how people this is how like shit works in my hometown is like everybody adds each other on facebook he's got a thousand he's got more like friends on facebook than i do he's got a thousand friends and three likes on a status yeah i'm I'm wondering how many people he's in contact with are a real people and and b like feel comfortable associating with his because it, it seems like this goes away back i don't think this is like a new thing that's set off in 2020 <laughs> but my man has been far gone from what i can see he's an intense guy he went to he uh he went to <laughs> again we're, we're not doxing him we never said his name also here's his music video uh Oh, here we go. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. Uh, I can't hear it from my end. You can't hear it, Z? (laughs) Nah. All right. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, 
but Parker, you can hear it. I can't hear it anymore. It it went off. I paused it. I paused it. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, try this again. Can you guys hear that? Can you guys hear that? No audio. Yeah. I was just looking at these visuals. My man's got some special effects going on. A little green screen. Yeah, I I appreciate the effort though. And and like, there's definitely like some effort energy here. Like, I don't know if it's like really my thing, but he seems super excited about like working with me. Um, I just I I, I don't. Is that the, is that the market? Like guys, be honest. You guys have heard my music. Is that is that who who like actually likes me? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I saw Z's face and he's fucking died. Uh, you you go first, Z. Well, okay. I'm not saying that, like, you know, like, mostly, like, oddball uh, Caucasian people will be drawn to it. But, you know, that, that seems to be the case for now. But, you know, you can always uh, expand later on, right? It's true. It's true. Well, yeah. at this point, I'm, I'm uh, I, at this point, I'm not judging any audience that I get. Like, I like to make jokes like that with you guys because, like. I don't I think I can make those jokes without like you guys like being like, oh, wow, he's like really condescending. Like, I think you guys realize that it's like part of my personality just to kind of poke fun at shit. And like, like I, I'm in just as much making fun of me as I yeah. am this person. Mm -hmm. um, but it is like really funny that like he I mean, because he was like sending me messages, bro. He's like, listen, man. I'm all about knowing everybody that I work with. I'm straight to the heart. And when we go to the top, we're going to take things <laughs> over. And I'm just like, all right, man. Like, he's like one of those guys who's like, this single is going to take me to the next level. And it's mm. like, yeah, you can't really like build your business around that. Like you no. can't build your business around, uh, you know, hitting like 37 black on a roulette wheel. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Mm. There's there's absolutely no safety net. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, and there's something to be said for logical steps in the entertainment industry. I think it kind of, I think it kind of allows you to handle success at a better rate as opposed to doing the Cobain thing where it's like, you're nobody and then you're everywhere and then you just kind of go wild. Go, going to the top a little too fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and Cobain's, you know, obviously not the only example of it. There's so many, so many people that just, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Logan and Jake Paul. <laughs> We're probably oh listening. My yeah. yeah, 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 guys. Um, give me my AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I was going to say the cool thing about um, our more secret music is your style has kind of like there was like a halfway point in the year to where your style started to change. It got a little bit more hip hop oriented. 
it got a little more experimental. That that is true. I I, I started using like a different music program that was a little bit more a lot more variety in the samples and stuff that I could choose from. And uh, as opposed to what I was using was like very rudimentary, but it was, I also kind of like like uh, the, the first run of like my uh, like, there's some tracks, like there's some stuff that I really don't like, but there's some tracks that I really do like because they just sound so specific to that beat pad. Yeah, and and you um, like like one thing I love about the Amor Secret stuff is you you don't put stuff out based off okay, uh, it's been two weeks I haven't done a track let me do it now it's like sometimes you, you'll you'll dump a bunch of tracks and sometimes you'll take a break and it shows because those spike the, your tracks are inspired you can tell that there was a clear idea there as opposed to sort of like. I'm not going to dox your, your boy, but he's clearly kind of like pre-plan his success and creative bursts. And it, it, it doesn't really work like that, man. It, uh, yeah. That doesn't it's, pay it's off. A, well, it's almost like an outdated business model. Not to yeah. be like super business guy, but it, it seems like something that like would have worked at like 2012 on Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you could just kind of spam shit. Mm-hmm. It's not as simple anymore. Really, is it? Yeah, there are just so many platforms you can put yourself out there on. Like, and considering what you want to do, like you have to consider if the platform's like oversaturated or if it's not saturated enough. So it's not really like no point in investing in. You know, it's it's very true, and that that Stuart Lee point that he makes in his like latest special about there just being so much content that it almost like it almost seems overwhelming at times how much like shit there really is to like watch and listen to and it's kind of funny because like i think in a weird way like people thought and i think there was a period in time where using those you know, social media sites or, you know, YouTube or whatever was kind of a way to like circumvent the industry. But now that shit is just as much the industry as everything else. So it's, it's the same process. Yeah. No more shortcuts, baby. (laughs) No, no, that, that, that window dried up quick. It was, it was a, very interesting time for creativity. I saw a lot of good projects coming out there. A lot of terrible projects too. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. uh, there was some cool stuff going on as well. Yeah, yeah. That that was uh, this kind of the end of the blog era, which oh, was yeah. kind of interesting for like mixtapes and shit like that. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, you know. Because at, at a certain point, I've been getting back into um, MySpace. And there was a while to where MySpace was on the come up again around that same time. But uh, now that, that it's totally dead now. <laughs> There's nothing going on. <laughs> Man, shout out to... I think we might have talked about it on the pod before. But shout out to MySpace Tom for just playing it cool and absolutely 
owning the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he got out before social media was, like, as massive as it is today and as, and as like, crazy, you know, with the legalities and the government and shit like that. Got his paper and now just fucks like a badass bitch and flies around the world taking pictures. Doing That's that Derek Jeter. Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's, he's the Derek Jeter of tech. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving those gift baskets. Hell yeah. My yeah. man, um, like, compared to Mark Zuckerberg, that, like, weird, slimy, lizard, pale fuck. Like, I, I don't know. It just seems like with Tom, I can get a nice little draft, a nice beer. You know, like, are, are there any, uh, like, Tom uh, documentaries? My uh, uh, oh, I was going to say shout out to Sean Parker, but um, his story is actually kind of tragic. Um, oh. So I won't throw him in there. Mr. Uh, what do you do, LimeWire? Or, uh, no, not LimeWire. He, he did um, Napster. Yeah, Mr. Napster. Yeah, he got fucked. That's he, right. he, yeah, he did. <laughs> Man, what that was a wild as fuck time where like people were just stealing shit off of LimeWire and Napster and like companies like Enron could just like like it was so fucking funny when I I remember it to this day I remember it coming out and the reaction to it coming out and the it being this article in I believe the Wall Street Journal about Enron where they basically had like a two page article just being like, yeah, we're not sure how they make money. I don't know what they do. Like if like what it's a business, but is it a business? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Just completely baffled. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was, it was an era like, um, Oh my God, the dickhead from Adelphia, when they like started cracking down on him, they went to his house and like found out that he spent, he spent $400,000 on an umbrella stand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's great because most of us have a free umbrella stand. It's called the bathtub. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, uh, it was a wild time. Now, I wanted to ask you guys something. Any any thoughts about 2020? Any, like, you know, general wrap-up speech or, like, hey, I was thinking about this point, that kind of thing? It's been um, a wild year for uh, sex work, man. Wild year. <laughs> to, to, to go out the history high the guys. It's been wild, bro. Uh, it's just it's like cause it is what it is yeah <laughs> shout out history hyenas but um really? yeah man the the evolution of the sex work industry is like i feel like there's been like 20 years of progress in like eight months like we finally realized that this is a viable option but it took a quarantine pandemic for that to happen uh what, what are your guys thoughts on how where we are now in sex work in the industry. I, I'm very okay with it as a, even before like hating Pornhub was a thing. I've always hated like mainstream, like 
well lit like HD porn. I yeah, have a yeah. I like amateur like honestly my favorite porn and like not even in like the insidious nature of it but like my favorite porn is just like a grainy low res camera from like Ukraine and some <laughs> like she, I mean like what she's doing to that dick it, Chernobyl wouldn't even do that dick, but like <laughs> and like it's fucking grainy as shit it looks like a video from like 2005 i don't know why but that like and like i do like a little bit more like you know non-pixelated stuff but like yeah. all amateur so and i and i also i've been in a couple of like facebook groups where it was like just people like sharing nudes with each other wasn't as fun as as it sounds yeah, I could see that taking a turn real quick. Well, you either have one of two things happen. One, you either have people you never wanted to see naked, you <laughs> now just saw naked. Yeah. Which isn't as big of a deal as like most people would think, but it is just kind of like, all right, well then, yeah. okay. <laughs> I, that's okay, that's it, huh? Yeah. Um, but two, there were a couple of like hot girls in there. And it was like, at first, it was like, especially this like one chick, like she was like super hot. And like it was awesome to see like her tits. They were like nice tits. I like had a nice ass and everything. And I like wanted to fuck her before it. And like was like, it basically like moved me from like, the difference between going and buying a new car from the dealership as opposed to picking up one that my uncle has like selling me like a used uh, Buick. Okay. It just like, and like not saying anything is wrong with her, but we're also living in a capitalist society. So when you show me something, it's inherent value goes down. Yes, sir. It, it, you can't escape that like 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 i i unfortunately the the rules of the economy affect pussy too i don't like it anymore i i wish my dick like grew like the interest rates in this country i think that would be awesome <laughs> dude that, that, that'd be a great like tim and era s sketch right there where, where it follows the market your size yeah <laughs> 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 Look at Dan with the hefty 9,000 NASDAQ. <laughs> uh, but, but as you were saying. NASDAQ. NASDAQ. I take that back. NASDAQ is a good punchline <laughs> there. <laughs> I cut you off. I'm sorry. That just, it just popped in my head immediately. You're good. I was taking a drink of water there. But yeah, it, it's like one of those things where it, it, it kind of uh, lost its luster or whatever it's shimmer or whatever after a while but i definitely um like sex work is like you know totally valid work and like should be like treated as such um and i i think it, it you are right it, 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 this quarantine definitely advanced like people's thoughts about you know what that means in our society and how we're going to treat people like that not everybody there's always going to be dickheads but 
for the most part, I think a lot of us were like, okay, I get it. You know, that kind of thing. Um, what about you, Z? What's your, what's your thought? What's your thought on the pussy purveyors? I love it. Uh, <laughs> I haven't stopped fapping since the quarantine. Uh, hell yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's actually a half joke. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, um, <laughs> God damn, this only fan shit, man. Like I, Man, I'm in heaven, bro. Like I, I, I'm in love. I love the sex workers. They need to be treated with some respect. But in all seriously, in all seriousness, um, I wonder if this like, since OnlyFans has become the norm, right, and essentially sex work. Like, I wonder if people are going to like evaluate the ethics of like treating as sex workers and like them like uh, making like, like. I'd argue like like sex workers always had a place in society, but like how they've been treated has been so awful. But I wonder if now, since there's more visibility, especially with like Pornhub been around for like ten plus years. I don't know how long it's been around, but like I wonder if that will truly make people evaluate like pe- like sex workers' place in society. Like I hate to say it like that, but yeah, I I feel it, dude. Like I I was thinking. In, in kind of connection with that, I was thinking, you know, about this actually a couple days ago where, you know, sex work is like participating in it's it's retail. You're selling sex to a customer, a.k.a. A John or, you know, sexual pictures or, you know, nudes, whatever. Uh, you know, there's multiple varieties, you know, all that fun stuff. So it is in a weird way. It's retail. It's it's the selling of you know. It's not typical retail. It's it's certainly not you know your your average retail. Yeah. Uh, Target does not sell what you sell. Um, well, maybe they do. Who knows? Um, but unlike retail, there's no customer service. Ah, good point. <laughs> like. If you don't like what your OnlyFans, like what the model of like the OnlyFans page that you bought is like putting out, you can't ask for a refund. Like, like the most <laughs> that you will get is somebody getting really upset with you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like it, it really does. Like, it's a weird area because like you can't treat it like, like every like and and like it's totally rational to be like well you know you can't treat it like every avenue of retail but it is participating in like business so like where does it land <laughs> yeah absolutely and then and you, like you have sort of the the gorilla only fans out there which is basically just encouraging leaks and that's just the wild west out here with people uh trading leak portfolios like it's you know packs of crystal meth or something hey man i got that mega drive you asked for man it's like what is going on i've heard about this please because like i've i knew that that had to be a thing with like discord servers and shit like that but like so do they just like screen cap all of the pics and save them onto like a hard drive and that's like or save them into a file and then like sell them to people or like what are they doing it's 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 crazy bro it's basically like cloud transference because like uh these dudes know that like whatever they're doing is is technically black market 
So they're going to get the hammer on them. So they basically have like a string of people they'll exchange it to and pass off to different clouds. So they're hopping from one cloud to the next. Uh, uh, DJ, bitch, you can, you can take it from here. But that, that's the gist of it is this interconnected web of dealers. <laughs> Essentially, they're treating uh, booty in some sort of cosplay like it's meth. Yeah. Like it's some sort of crack, essentially. <laughs> and like you got to download that mega, bro. And like you, you can like pay him some money. Uh, th- th- I'm just hearing this from a friend. Like, I, I don't know about this stuff, really. Um, but some of the guys are getting like donations, like the top yeah. dollars who are distributing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, people it's are actual... like, hey, hey, man, your work has kept me from killing myself this year. Here's 500 bucks. <laughs> Yeah, no, and he, and this guy's just compiling like the porn of all of these different OnlyFans and just kind of one super upload on like a cloud or something like that, or yeah. multiple different clouds. Yeah, and you know it definitely gets into the moral black area when when you get into hacking into people's Snapchats, which some of these guys also do. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. oh Jesus yeah. Christ, yeah. that's when it gets dark damn yeah so it, it, it's really the, the wild west 2021 is gonna be it's gonna be wild don't know damn. what's gonna happen yeah wouldn't it be awesome if i was just like oh by the way that's all my thing <laughs> <laughs> i've been so bored and so i was just like fuck it let's see what we can do bros <laughs> would, would you guys be open to starting an of if you had a market for it yeah <clears throat> most definitely uh, like 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 pictures of me or like 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 a gorilla one like 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 in reference to the joke. Um, it it'd be curating your own content, pictures and videos based off of market that that's interested. Oh, I mean, if I really had a market, and I I I think that if I if I did, it would give me way too much power. Like if, like especially if, like I became like a gay sex icon for some <laughs> reason. That's don't give me that power. That's too much. But I, I think that I, I would as long as it, like, if it was like, okay, you're gonna make like ten thousand dollars a month on OnlyFans, but the OnlyFans videos of you are you getting like fucked and beaten by like a bunch of like crips in LA or something like that. Like just something like barb. Like I go to like, like a a prison and get like annihilated by like an Aryan like brotherhood, like sect or some (laughs) shit like that. Like then no, no, I I probably wouldn't do that. But like, if it was just like, you know, like, like, you know, take pics of my feet or, or my dick and balls. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, I mean, we've all sent nudes to ladies, you know. Do you do you think that it'd be more likely for you to curate a a gay audience uh, quicker than like ladies? Uh... I don't know. I I don't know on that one, because like I I will say this: like I get, and this is just me being mad real. It's into twenty twenty. We're we're spitting the truth on the pod. Ever since, like, the pod got, like, started popping off and everything, like, the simps in my DMs are gay black men. That's just what it is, cuz. That's just what it is. You've got a market. (laughs) Oh, like, and and I don't know if it's because, like, I look like somebody that's, like, 
super hot as a white person in the the gay black community or if it's because like i don't look like 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 most like white people i don't even know what that means though yeah I, like i don't I, I don't know like i i don't know that one like i i'm i'm not going to like pretend like oh i'm like an ugly dude like i've gotten way too much good pussy to be <laughs> And, and like I'm charismatic, but I'm also kind of a dick. And like there's been multiple times where my personality has stopped me from getting pussy. So I know I'm getting laid at certain points because of my looks. Like there's been a couple times where women have fucked me and it's just like, OK, just shut up. OK, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop so, talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I because I here's, here's one thing. I do you guys cross click fuck? Uh, you're gonna have to break down that nomenclature. Cross click fucking is like indie rockers or whatever, or like that kind of hipstery type who still fuck like kind of jockish babes mm. or kind of jockish dudes who fuck like hipster babes. Uh, you know I mean? so basically you're, you're going the whole gambit. You're not going by any s social chart. Well, I, I don't have anything fucking in common with them, but I do get like, so for gay dudes, it's like, it's like black dudes and like nerdy white guys that are very uncomfortable with themselves. <laughs> With women, actually, to be mad real, black women really seem to enjoy me. I think, honestly, just because, like, and 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 I, my experience with a lot of this is because I'm from Ohio and there's a lot of racist here, and a lot of white men don't even like acknowledge black women as women. They're That's true. Like, Ooh, the help. Kind yeah. Of. Whereas I'm like, oh hey, hey, look at you. Like you look nice today. Like I, yeah. I. Like not just to like you know as sex objects, but I, I talk and like have fun and you know communicate, have a good time and like I I've always worked like kind of lower income jobs with like kind of you know poor black women who were kind of you know figuring their way in the world and we've always kind of bonded and shit just because you know we're working the shit job you know um, and we can hate the white manager <laughs> I don't know why uh, but. Um, yeah, I, it's, I, I mean, I think I think you're a bit of a black magnet. I mean, look at look at uh, your co-host for this episode, man. This is uh, I don't think this is oh, a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> You've got that, the touch. <laughs> I I will say, like, I get along way better with black people than white people. Always yeah. been the case. Mm -hmm. Always okay. I I I've always I think it's because and this. This is this will probably come off as like really racist to like liberal <laughs> PC people, but I do not care. But I've always firmly believed in the idea that the average black guy is ten times funnier than the average white dude. <laughs> so I've and I love funny. If I don't care how much of a dickhead you are, if you are fucking truly yeah. funny, I'll put up with it. Straight up. Like I I, I love truly truly unique funny yeah. and like
black guys and black women are just funny, man. Like, I think it comes from like not having much and you kind of just got to make do with conversation and being able to entertain yourselves. Whereas like white people, it's just put the TV on and fucking don't talk to each other. Yeah. Like we don't like, okay, I want to paint something for you. Okay. Because like you guys host culture shock therapy. Everybody go listen to that podcast. White people until Dave Chappelle did that movie did not understand the concept of a block party because they <laughs> don't talk to their neighbors. <laughs> they will sit next to that motherfucker for 30 years and never learn their last name. Wow. Mm, that's cold. Yeah, dog. They, it's not a part of white culture to like, oh, well, let's invite the neighbors over for a barbecue. You're yeah. just... Mm, mm. So, they're over there so that's a misconception because that's what a lot of communities are taught but in reality that's not the case it's like yeah we, we, we don't really do that shit man yeah like i always assumed that like with white people like they're always like inviting gilbert over there and like and there are two ugly children up the street like that, that that's usually what i imagine in poor neighborhoods yes but there's that's i think there's a sense of camaraderie and and being poor as somebody who grew up with this with a single mom you know there's just a sense of camaraderie there and as somebody who also when my mom married my stepdad uh we definitely moved up a class or two mm-hmm. and uh they it's it's i think it's also it's i think it's also a class thing too because i I will say, like, when we lived in, like, a poor neighborhood, it was much like, hey, what's up? How is everybody doing? You know, that kind of thing. You know, white, black, whatever. But, like, when we moved to Enon, like, small town Enon, like, we lived in, like, a suburban neighborhood. I do not know any of my neighbors' names. We lived there for <laughs> 10 years. Oh, they oh. still live there. I lived there for 10 years. Damn. Mm. Yeah. I, I like... We never talked to them. We never invited them over for birthdays. Nothing. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't exist. Damn. Um, yeah, I can relate with uh, like growing up in the uh, the hood there. Like as, as dysfunctional as it was, it's like I, I knew the people who were in my like little uh, street corner. Like I knew the like the the druggie, I knew the person who was handicapped and the person who knew how to fix cars. So there's like a true sense of community, you know. It's it's a beautiful thing, and there's a lot of shit that gets talked about the hood, and like there's obviously some criticism criticisms that people can make of it, but like, I mean, as somebody who's lived in like nice neighborhoods and then. When I first moved to Columbus, I lived in an all African neighborhood, like Ghanaians and fucking Ethiopians and shit. And like, like when I first moved to Cincinnati, we moved to Mount Healthy, which is a primary, primarily black neighborhood. Like, it's just way better, way more inclusive, way more like just fun environment to live in. Cause like white, white people just don't interact with each other on on that like day-to-day capacity and i think this actually ties back into 2020 where most people have been 
kind of forced to get to know those people close to them, whether they want to or not. And we're starting to point. see the, the true colors really come out right now. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. Have you guys um, been forced to connect with anyone that you didn't otherwise uh, pre-2020? I kind of want to fuck this older black lady da- that lives downstairs. Really now? <laughs> how, now, how, now how old is like is this a granny <laughs> uh i late 40s maybe but she's also, got some massive milkers bro they look sick exactly honestly i wouldn't blame you if you're like like 70 like seven year old grant like old black ladies have fat asses i'm not gonna lie of trucks <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I walked up in the bedroom, I slid up on her and I accidentally broke that bitch hip. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that sounds like I, I I'm not gonna lie, that sounds like a very 85 South joke that I just wrote, like right there. Like I've been listening <laughs> to that program a lot. <laughs> yeah, just start yeah. pitching jokes for DC Young Fly. I got a whole packet <laughs> for you, man. <laughs> Honestly, like since you have like like the black man, it can, like you might it might work out. Like you should try it out, man. Move to Atlanta, <laughs> dude. I I will go on record again. Uh, probably racist. Who knows? Um, DC Young Fly and his like, and I don't know if that's like just an Atlanta thing because I think he's from Atlanta, um, or uh, if that's like a South thing. But that like hyper ADHD and ADHD infused like black guy that's just like Lego hello again like that yeah, that yeah. like is adorable to me. I'm yeah. sorry. But... No, th- th- there's a uh, honestly like when you see 85 South, it's a more accurate representation than anything you see in Donald Glover's show Atlanta. <laughs> like 85 South is a real Atlanta. Yeah. Well, and I love I I'm not even going to lie. I was listening to Earth Gang, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're from Atlanta, right? Yep. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they had him on a record just talking and it was just like a little skit that he did and he was like, "Come on, mate. You going to get in the car? Look at in." Like and I was just like, "He's he's so <laughs> awesome, dude." <laughs> Let go. He wonderful. He yeah. well, and uh, uh, shout out to uh, Chico Beans. Uh, oh, on their last leg waves, poor things, man. They look like uh, Jesus Christ. They look, they look like the waves that carry the bodies in when they when they were getting fucked up at Normandy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it has been fucked up for a hot minute. I feel bad for. Let's just keep the hat on, man. Just yeah, keep the hat on, man. Bro, I I love it like the like the the eighty five South podcast they do in that room. I remember like one time you know, he like took his hat off and like Carlos Miller was like, "Nah, bro, put that shit back on, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let it go, man. <laughs> it's over." <laughs> Yo, sh- seriously, folks, if you haven't, I know Burt Kreischer. Uh, uh it's funny as soon as you said like as soon as he mentioned 85 south to me um 
that's when I saw Burt Kreischer has been like posting about them nonstop. He is trying to get some of that DC Young fly clout so fucking bad, bro. <laughs> He's desperate. Ridiculous. Oh yeah. well, and it's like you got a million five followers, bro. Like, what? What do you? How much more do you need? Like, yeah. you and Tom Segura are bank right now. Yeah, that's a great point. Like, Tom Segura and and his wife, uh, Christina Pazinski or whatever. I'm pretty sure they just like. I think it's last year, they moved into. The Pacific Palisades uh, neighborhood, which is like the same neighborhood as uh, one of the Kardashians, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're not like just kind of rich. They're (laughs) loaded now. (laughs) Bro, do you remember like that whole section of like your mom's house, which I thought was a joke where like. Do you remember that thing? It was like two or three years ago where they were like, yeah, we're sponsored by McDonald's now. And then they were like, oh, we lost the sponsorship to McDonald's. Yeah, that, that was a that was a bit, right? <laughs> nope. Damn. That was that was a multi-million dollar and they lost it, obviously, so they didn't get anything from it, but yeah, that's that's what they're fucking with at that point. Is like yeah. multi-million dollar deals. I don't know how you guys feel, but I almost don't want a a deal like that to ever fall on my lap because I, I just I just feel like it, it's you're not going to be the same after those kind of deals. I don't want to re- reach that level of of success. I know that sounds weird not to want that, but I'm like, yeah, th- I, I don't like this. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, like I'm cool with like Tim Dillon, like not even Tim Dillon, like like Chapo Trap House, like level of fame. Yeah, yeah, same, same here. Like I, I don't. Um, another guy I would go to is um, honestly like where the history hyena guys are at, like right now, like that. That's good for me. That's like enough of a following. That's yeah, that's actually perfect. Yeah, 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 because like they clearly are making really, really good money, but at the same time, like they don't seem like it's it doesn't seem like it's affecting their day to day life. No, that's what's so great about it. But if they get bigger, you're going to start to see some changes inevitably. Yeah, I I feel you guys on that one for sure. But like, I wouldn't mind getting to a point where I'm like, kind of like in Charlemagne the God's position, where like I can kind of like say how I feel, what's on my chest, truly, regardless if it's offensive or not, and be fine. For the most part, for the most part. Oh yeah, Charlemagne's a king. (laughs) Yeah, well, and I, I just, I just recently realized how fucking caked up he was with, because, because he's got that iHeartRadio deal, but then. Mm -hmm. His brilliant idiots podcast with Andrew Schultz is pulling in like eighty five k a month. Yeah, him him and Schultz, I think, are the most profitable podcast in America right now. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It, it, honestly, it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me one bit because, and it's a good podcast too. Have you heard Schultz's new uh, Netflix specials? By the way, I haven't had the chance to check him out. Yeah, I. <laughs> It's it's not 
it's good. It really is. It's just like it's it's like going really hard at like trying to be like edgy and like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll put it to you like this. Everything that he said that was edgy that like could be considered like whoa bro you're like really pushing it right there with that one they've said equal or worse on history hyenas chapo yeah fucking 85 south yeah like yeah. and that was like the funniest thing about he there was like this little promo pic of him wrapped up in danger tape and it's just like <laughs> I was kind of bored with that when they were doing that shit with Dennis Leary. At this mm-hmm. point, it's just a fucking joke. Yeah. Like, you always got to be careful when you start marketing yourself as the edgy guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's Divin, or Divin, Jesus Christ, dove full, like, headfirst into that shit. Yeah. Like, he is that guy. And he's a, it sucks because, like, I think he's just a funny guy. Right. Like, I, I'm right there with you. I, I don't think he needs to make a thing out of it. Yeah, yeah, like that little like freestyle stand-up special that he did where he was just kind of going off the top of his head. That was cool. Yeah. It wasn't political. It was just right. him riffing and it was awesome. Right. It's it's kind of what I hope they don't do to my man Bill Burr because um people are starting to appreciate him for not really changing with the times more or less, but I I hope he's not marketed as that guy who you go to for hot takes and for offensive humor. Cause I just like what he's doing on his own. What can yeah. I say? It's, it's going to be curious to see if he, cause like, I know he's been like really chilling out over the like quarantine. Cause I occasionally will listen to Bill Burt podcast and he, he's like, like to listen to him now, he's just like, yeah, man. I'm like going into, and I'm not gonna try to do a Boston accent. I'm not. <laughs> you um, can pull it off. A Bill Bill is not too hard. Hold on. Um, nah, man, you gotta go to therapy. You know what? I, yeah, you get in your car and you go to therapy. That's your <laughs> fucking deal. That's your. What's your fucking problem? Okay. <laughs> Well, you don't go to therapy? What, because you're a fag? Is that why you don't go to therapy? (laughs) But that's basically, like, the point. Like, that's what he sounds like nowadays is he's just, like, always talking about going to therapy. And it's just like, yeah. oh, he's like, he's like somebody's. And it's probably good because he's probably psycho. Like, I love Bill Bird of Death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's got issues, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, he's probably um, leveling out. Yeah, I would imagine. I know he's. I, th- I believe he's been sober for a while now, but for a while he was a heavy user. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I think that is kind of helping him chill out. I, I'm kind of curious to see. I I know he's been super adamant about not leaving L.A., but. I, I wonder because LA's comedy scene is just kind of eh, right now. Yeah, it's it's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's kind of gross and you can't like there's barely any mics open and if they are they're like dog yeah. shit like yeah. Like um, uh UCB Sunset just closed. Like they didn't survive the the waves. And that's just one of many. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's both of them. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's a bunch of the old crew was just like mourning, like, yeah, this is the end of an era. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. Man. All the improper human guys were like, This this really sucks, but this was bound to happen. Yeah, no, that I mean it makes a lot of sense. I I mean, I knew that they were fucked. They never should have moved from the original location. Yeah. In New York. And it sucks because they got really, really caught up in that, uh, that whole, you know, me too thing. But at the yeah. same time, as being people who like just spewed a culture of that type of like we're not like that and like people like fuck the patriarchy and yada 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 and then they turned out to be the patriarchy the worst offenders of all yeah yeah and it was just like you guys like karma karma karma's a bitch and it bit them in the motherfucking ass on that one (laughs) destroyed them (laughs) yeah yeah. Well, and, and and like the only person who's really fucked is Matt Besser. Yeah. Because he cultivated so much of that culture, unfortunately. Well, he he cultivated that culture, but out of the UCB4, he's the least caked up. Really now? I thought it would be um uh Ian. Ian writes for The Voice. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> My man. He, yeah. He, Ian randomly does shit like that because he'll be in like some like kind of cool comedy stuff and then he'll be like the head writer for like So You Think You Can Dance or some shit like that. Okay. And Ian's, like, yeah. So, Ian's a smart guy. He's, yeah. He, well, he's, he's very, very industry, very yeah. industry. Um, but Besser, I mean, he doesn't. I mean, he occasionally gets some acting roles, but he doesn't get writing gigs the way that like other UCB performers do. No. And he's not a star like Amy Poehler to a lesser extent, Matt Walsh. Yeah, Walsh is getting work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Walsh was on like seven seasons of Veep or some shit like yeah. that. Um, whereas like Matt Besser does like an episode of the Goldbergs every like, you know, six months or some shit like that. He'll be on like an episode of new girl and then just vanish. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I really, I don't know. And like his stand up really didn't go anywhere. What what did you think of his stand up? I never had a chance to check it out. It's not a strong suit. He's, he's an improv God. And, like, I'll give him to that. But, like, it's, like, I mean, first off, the whole stand-up special is completely dedicated to pot. So it's, like, okay, all right. It's it's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And 
he does have other ones where it's not dedicated to pot, but it's just like I don't know. To me, his like strong points are like improv, especially like improv for humans. Uh, like, I mean, I honestly, I think that show in like it's bet, like it's like heyday was like fire. I mean, they oh, were just yeah. putting out great shit. Absolutely. And then, um, may, have you guys ever heard "May I Help You, Dumbass"? It sounds familiar. Uh, what what is it? It's Besser's prank call thing where like. He basically found out his apartment, like the phone in his apartment, the number attached to it was like accidentally on the back of a Hewlett Packard like printer helpline. So these people would just like call him up asking for like advice for the computers. So he just started fucking with them and recording it. <laughs> you can like check it out on like Spotify and Apple Music, but it's well oh, worth. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, do you uh, do you have any thoughts on like a bunch of these venues kind of shutting down and the old guard kind of being faded out in uh, this crazy year? Yeah, my bad, um, Z. I oh no, went into a tangent there. Oh no, no, you're good. Are you talking about like comedy venues or just like yeah, industry yeah? Venues? Okay. Um, admittedly, I'm a bit ignorant about those whole affairs, but. Um, as a result, it does make me kind of like hopeful for a future comedy. Like uh, for the longest time, like I looked down on TikTok, but like lately I've been like looking at some content here and there. There are some interesting like comedic uh, voices on there. Like it kind of reminds me of like Vine from back in the day a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Vine. I, I, I need to get in the better mode of writing for t- or like coming up with talks or TikToks or whatever wasn't that a kesha song yeah yeah actually yeah <laughs> they owe her money Weird. yeah yeah how do those chinese bastards get away with that little fuckers <laughs> yeah. like like they like but it also i will say this it does like say good news for our podcast name because eat my dick allison chains we ain't paying you shit <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> oh, shit. it would be awesome if it came after you though that, that'd be the best episode ever <laughs> it would be so fucking cool if we get like like the legal representation of Alice in Chains on the pod <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just, I really like that. Sorry, my bad. You just have like, <laughs> just just have like Mike Star, just like calling up on Junkhead, just pissed as hell, <laughs> saying we we have no rights to be doing this show, <laughs> even though he he left the band years ago. Yeah, <laughs> he's like making all these comments about. Like he's like Lane would be turning over in his grave for what you guys do to the, to the song, and we're like, they've got a new lead singer, man. He's just like, what the fuck, really? <laughs> no one told me. <laughs> no way, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I want to go on tour. Yeah. Shout out anyone listening. If you have contacts with Allison Chains, you got to get them on, baby. 
We gotta get him on. Yeah, um, in exchange for uh any member of Allison Chains coming on the podcast, I will get my tarot card reading aunt to have a basically three-way conversation between the band member and Lane Staley. <laughs> are, are you actually into tarot cards though at all? Are you, have you ever taken them seriously? I, I actually, I've had my tarot reading uh, before. Um, it's, 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 it's kind of neat. I like, I, I, I don't have anything against any kind of like mysticism or spirituality. Yeah. It's the world's the world's way too weird for like everything to be like lined up the way atheists say that it is. Right. Like y'all don't have all the answers either. <laughs> so get that straight Richard Dawkins. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be a lot better if like they weren't arrogant about it. Yeah, yeah. Richard Dawkins is a real prick. I think we can all agree with that one. It's true. Now, I will say there's a great video of Brandon Flowers from The Killers on a talk show with Richard Dawkins and Brandon Flowers is a Mormon and Richard Dawkins is just like, you just believe that because you're a baby. You're stupid. (laughs) It's so amazing. (laughs) Like Brandon Flowers is about to cry on TV because of yeah. Richard Dawkins bullying him. <laughs> Richard has good roasting skills. I'll give him that. He's a better roaster than he is a philosopher. <laughs> he is. He's not. Yeah. yeah, he's he's definitely not the a smart guy, but he's he, he he's like he's silver tongued. Yes. And it works well mm. for him. It's the same with Stephen Fry. Like, although I think Stephen Fry is more intelligent than he is. Oh, absolutely. One has a higher IQ for sure. <laughs> Did you see that Stephen Fry and uh, Jordan Peterson were on the same team at a uh, monk debate a couple of years ago? No way. No. Oh, that's interesting. Stephen Fry and Jordan Peterson are on the same page for uh, freedom, uh, political speech or political correctness. And, uh, Honestly, if you ever get the chance, like sit in and like just like listen to like Stephen Fry's point on it, because oh my god, that 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 dude who wants to rap over my shit just sent me some messages. Oh, let's leave him. Let's oh, read him live shit. on air. This is happening in real time. All right, he said, "I got you, Super Sap. I wrote two in the last three days." What the fuck is Super Sap? <laughs> it's not one of your tracks, is it? No. So you have the wrong uh, Armour Secret? What's going on? Well, and, and like, is Super Sap like some kind of weird juggalo slang? I don't even know if he's a juggalo. I just like, it feels right to say juggalo. Yeah. Juggalo adjacent. Yeah. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Stephen Fry. Fuck that. We've moved forward. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah, watch that. I don't, I don't think he's looking at your tracks, man. It's unless, like you said, he's speaking in code. <laughs> Maybe he is. Yeah, I think you should have him on the pod. Like he seems like an, a very, very enlightening individual. Like he seems enlightened. <laughs> if I have him on the pod, you guys have to be on the pod. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to have Z look at him puzzled for so. 
Oh shit, D- DJ bitch is gonna ask him a question. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> shh, 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 shh. we've been waiting for this. Oh man, I just become like the person who like interprets his speaking, just his code, <laughs> hieroglyphics. Yeah. Dude, you you basically do what Joe Rogan had to do for Kanye West on his podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> That's a great comparison. Dude, speaking of that, uh, Shane Gillis had an amazing point uh where he was talking about listening to it and he was like fucked up and like he was like drunk and he's like listening to the Kanye Joe Rogan podcast. And it was making him drunker with how crazy and like nonsensical Kanye was talking to where like he's like, he's like, I had to take my headphones out. It's just like, I am now dizzy just from his words and I haven't drank in an hour. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Shout out to Shane Gillis who still responds in my DMs uh, and shit like that. Shane's a real one. He is. Um, I I I fuck with him hardcore. Uh, Who, who's that um, musician you've been talking to on Twitter? That, that dude's hilarious. Um, he. Oh, the Eve Six guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you you've heard that song before the. Want to put my tender heart in a blender? Watch yeah, 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 yeah. That that he that homeboy just decided like to become like the face of like weird Twitter by just doing. I honestly, I'm just along for the ride at this point. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, well, and I I tried to get him on the pod, but he he didn't really respond to it. It pissed me off. Yeah, I'd have to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, shit. Well, gentlemen, any final thoughts for 2020 for Junkhead? Um, I saw something interesting um, on Instagram. A comedian named Pat Cloud <laughs> was showing that some the problem with like organic grass is that uh, sometimes you'll find some creepy crawlers when you're lighting up. And I want to get your gentleman's thoughts on that. Which would, would you still blaze up if you find out in 2021 uh, the stuff you're getting is now has maggots, uh, beetles, <laughs> worms? Is this going to prevent you? Is it going to make you go all vape? What do you guys think? Because it's getting more organic, man. I'm telling you, people have more time to farm now. I'd smoke the shit out that worm, bro. <laughs> like that, bro, man. That worm is probably like 98% THC, man. Yeah, <laughs> like it's been in there for a while for it to come to me already. Right. Imagine yeah. the mutation the worm has just living inside a piece of bud. Yeah. <laughs> like the grub is probably like a big ass edible. Like I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. You pop the maggots and the uh, uh, the larvae. Gulp. Mm. Bro, what if e- eating, like, smoking the worm is like eating the worm with tequila and it just takes yeah. you to like, a whole nother level? I was thinking about that. Exactly. Put it under your tongue and just see what happens. 
<laughs> yeah, your boy just like hits the joint and then like he's like he starts to do that thing that like something you're like you get snoopy scooby snacks he just opens his tongue you just see like a little grub worm chilling there yeah. <laughs> about to go to fucking planet nine baby <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah and that, that ties into the whole like uh, how do you guys feel about people like being afraid all of a sudden about like what you're like like there's so many jokes about you know people will eat a McRib but they won't take the vaccine uh, do you guys think there's a hypocrisy in there? Like people, not necessarily anti-vaxxers, but people all of a sudden, out of nowhere, suddenly caring about what they put in their bodies. Like, what's going on? Yeah, it, it's kind of annoying. I had this conversation with my mother earlier today because I love her to death, but Jesus Christ. Like, she works in a school and she was just like, I'm not sure if I want to get the vaccine. It's like, you work with children. Get the fucking vaccine. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not sure what'll happen to me. Well, guess what? Sometimes in life you get to be the guinea pig. It sucks, but... I, I like the way you put that. Sometimes you are the guinea pig. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I hate to... Like, sometimes you're the bear and sometimes the bear eats you. That's just how this shit goes. Not <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> see exactly. Uh, like I agree with you heavily, uh, old uh, Harry. But um, yeah, and also kind of like goes against like people's like at least Americans like sense of like self responsibility. Like they're not or like sacrifice. Like if she like she's she's wanting to work with kids, but she doesn't want to like you know risk like making herself. I guess healthier per se. You know, even if it fails, isn't it better than having your kids get COVID? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I uh I she she came at me with that take. Like that's why like I love my mother to death, but like I, I love her to death. I love my mom to death, but she'll just pop off with like some shit like that and like Sometimes I get why my dad left. Oh, I, I, oh. I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. You're like, Pops, I'm not mad at you anymore, man. You did what Bro, you did. Bro, I get it. You, you got back in your car after going to the gas station. You lit that fucking Marlboro Red, and you were like, there's no way I'm driving back to that house. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> sorry we got a little dark there <laughs> dude sp oh speaking of dark random side thought always love the movie angels in the outfield because <laughs> shitty dad he leaves kids upset he's like hey dad we'll ever get to see you again and the dad just is like yeah the angels win the pennant which <laughs> is dad speak because the dad is leaving to go ride his Harley. Yeah. He's basically just like saying, yeah, if that stupid fucking football team wins or that stupid baseball team wins and I'm done fucking pussy on the road on my Harley, then I'll come back and deal with your little ass. Like, <laughs> you, you talk about a movie that's like ruined as soon as you grow up and rewatch it. Like, oh, my God, this dude was a straight up pimp. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, 
shout out to the dad and angels in the outfield for being a hard dick warrior who just wants to smoke meth, ride his Harley, and just fuck lot lizards like it's his job. <laughs> oh, and and shout out to Danny Glover for at being at the end of the movie where like the little kid he's like, well, little white boy, I'm gonna I'm adopt you because we got a bond, man. And like little white kids, like, but what? What about my friend? He's my friend. I don't want to lose him because he lives with that other little kid who, like, is like his like best buddy at the adoption clinic. And like Danny Glover is just like, oh yeah, I'll adopt him too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're driving back home. He sees a kid in the back seat. Ah, I changed my mind. <laughs> They didn't even try back then. No. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. like, you know Disney. Because, like, nobody's as stupid as, like, they, like, the, the, uh, Hollywood's not dumb. There are a lot of things, but they're not dumb. No. What that is, is cocaine in a Disney boardroom. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, look, kids love baseball, and we need to get them on a more realistic thing. Hold on just a second. All right. Um, okay. So we get Danny Glover in on this project. Oh my God. I think he could fucking sell this shit. And it's just like cocaine energy and ideas just going a million miles an hour. I'm looking up when Angels in the Out. Oh, it's okay. It's 90s. That makes new 90s. Mm-hmm. I've been. Whoa. Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> yeah. He's a baseball player in it. Yo, we might have to do a live stream once we get up to Ohio and uh, live stream this, do some commentary. <laughs> I'm very cool with that. Yeah. Oh my god, I've re- I've been super nostalgic for the '90s, guys. I don't know if you're 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 with me there, but music, '90s movies, good time, the culture. You you had Heat, which was like sold as like the movie with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro in it, even though <laughs> they're only in like two scenes together. Right. I, I hear it's a pretty good movie, but don't get it twisted. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a great movie. Excellent yeah. movie. Excellent movie. They just like, excuse me. Sorry about that. Bless you. Bless you. Um, they, uh, they, uh, uh I don't think it's ever been confirmed, but by a bunch of people, like a bunch of people who have been on set talked and like they hated each other. Mm. And but um, yeah, uh, Henry Rollins talked about it. He's in the movie, too. He plays like one of the bank robbers, I believe. But he got the part because the producer for the film was like, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro hate each other and I can't have any more drama on this movie. So you're going to meet Al Pacino. And if Al Pacino likes you, you can have this role. And Al Pacino loved him. So he got it. Yeah. Mm. Even casting was different back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would, it, that would it was, never happen today. It, it's a whole different world now. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of, it's kind of why I don't have any desire to like, like I'll hang out on the outskirts of Hollywood, but I have no desire to go in it, man. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way, man. Yeah, 
What are you going to say, man? Uh, oh, yeah. I was just going to say, um, it seems like Hollywood actors nowadays are like, are held in like higher regard than our own politicians. It seems like like if you're a Hollywood celebrity, you have to be like the moral paragon of America for some fucking reason. Yeah, you have to, you have to set an example and and be. It's almost like, it's almost like Miss America fying, like the entertainment industry. It just like turned all of these because like Steve McQueen in the 70s when he's like doing coke off of Ali McGraw's tits isn't going to like smile for BuzzFeed questions. He's going <laughs> to tell you to fuck off like that's yeah. just the reality. Marlon Brando at the height of his career isn't going to be very polite to a Huffington right. Post journalist like yeah. <laughs> just scream at him. <laughs> Especially like that shout out to the god Marlon Brando who was at a point in his career where you would you as a film producer would be like i want marlon brando to be in this movie and they would be like okay let's go talk to him and they're like okay and he's like that's $25,000 yep and they're like $25,000 to talk to him and he and this is where he gets gangster he goes <laughs> no $25,000 to mail the script to my fucking island. <laughs> yeah. If I like it, it's another 25k. Yeah. To come see me. That was a lot of <laughs> a lot of money back then. <laughs> oh, and and like this is the era when like all the actors and directors had all the power so they could yep. just bully the producers and shit. Yeah, yep. they changed that shit quick in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Z, any final thoughts for 2020? 20 fucking 20. Man, oh man, what a shit show, I gotta say. What a uh, wonderful display of like a true human American depravity. It's, uh, you know, seeing people buy up all the, the, the toilet paper, the tissue paper, and seeing people, you know, sneeze on each other even to this day. You know, it makes me really feel uh, holly and jolly uh, for this uh, wonderful conclusion. Uh, of this year so that that's uh that's kind of how i feel overall about 2020 I, I i'm curious about like like what 2021 has in store i know like uh these are all just like uh, how we measure time and shit but like i don't know maybe uh maybe good things were in store maybe it'll get funnier maybe life will get funnier I mean, oh it's uh, gonna it's gonna get funnier most definitely yeah like i wonder what old uh old joe's gonna do that's hilarious Oh, I thought you meant Joe Rogan moving to Texas. And oh, I mean, we talk- can do both. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's my president, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Spe- speaking of uh, old Joe, I've been trying to practice him and. Um... Victory. It's not red states. It's not blue states. We're Americans. I'm close. I'm I'm like yeah, hovering yeah. around the area. I, I I could totally see that. If if they bring Mad TV back, you're you're there, Joe Biden. <laughs> you're there. It's a guy. tough one because it's like yeah. East Atlantic, but it also sounds like he has Down syndrome and he's <laughs> old. Yeah, it's a lot. You just gotta add that age in the voice. Yeah, Trump was easy because like it was just like 
it was just very much like uh they tell me like you just kind of like puff up the lips and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. you know they tell me the democrats were gonna lock hillary up so they said we'd lock her up like that kind of thing i also like doing um uh, downs old trump oh that <laughs> yeah from uh your episode with homegirl I can't remember her name right now, but uh, yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Donald you, Trump is real. Have you heard it, Z? Yeah. I, th- th- did you? I remember you did it for uh, for one podcast episode. Uh, can you uh, showcase it real quick? Yeah, I, I, I think I've done it on multiple ones. I think it's almost become part of Junkhead lore at this point. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's just like... Um, we're going to build a wall. <laughs> Hillary, we, we got to lock her up. Build. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi's bad. <laughs> like, <just> like <laughs> Hillary's a bad lady. <laughs> I love Ivana. She's beautiful. Yeah. Um, hmm. He slips up, there. says his daughter's name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he just gets beat red in the face. Yeah. He just casually. Uh, I like to I like to fuck Ivana. <laughs> uh, Ivana, I like her pussy in my mouth. You mean Ivanka? Yeah. <laughs> you just see it and going hog wild. You cannot believe what I just heard. The pr- oh my god, it's finally out. <laughs> oh lord. Um I guess my final thought for the the year I was talking to Z about this off the air, but I hadn't said anything to Parker. Um, If you think about it, this whole year, or at least good portions of it, a lot of people have been on like the COVID equivalent of UBI, Universal Basic Income. And all in all, I mean, granted, we had like, you know, the, the riots because of the George Floyd thing, but people weren't really that bad, like especially like considering the fact that they were basically locked in their homes. Like if you gave them UBI and like just was like, yeah, you could do whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't seem like they would really fight with each other that much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm hmm. And multiple countries have done this. Germany, Italy, UK, us. Varying levels of payments, but, you know, some form of like a a basic income while the country's economy is on hold. Not that it, it was planned this way. It was definitely like something that happened because of shit that happened. But we were basically the first gigantic experiment in universal basic income. 
granted in a very highly stress oriented uh, test area, like a, like something that's like very stressful, but it was basic, you know, it, one could, you know, you could learn a lot about how the average public reacts to not having a good job and just sitting at the house and making money and doing it that way. And I don't think that there's really a question in the idea. You don't even have to go super Oliver Stoney conspiracy theory-esque to think that there's a think tank somewhere who saw what was happening and was like, let's get some good minds in here to study what this means. Is that a fair assessment? Absolutely. My question for you and for the, the junkhead listeners, for everybody, is if we can say that it's a fair assessment that that think tank exists, I think the actual question is whether or not that think tank is funded by the government or a corporation who wants to know that information more is it the federal government who wants to know how the general public will react uh, if they give them like supplementary income and they're not like rioting in the streets and you know granted not having extenuating circumstances come up is it a private corporation a massive one multinational global corporation who has a bunch of factories already converted to robotic workers which is a very real thing robotic factories you know the whole spiel and they're looking at their bottom line because they realize that they could run these factories by robots during covid because it's a hell of a lot. You don't need to socially distance robots. That's for fucking share. So to me, that's that's the question of the year, really, that nobody's brought up. Who's running that think tank? What are they discussing? How's it going to affect us in 5, 10, 15, 20 years? I don't know. Mm. Oh, that's that's a that's a big order right there. <laughs> mm. Juicy, uh, mm. lots of meat, girth. Yeah. Um, but I, I, uh, I guess this, I'm kind of basing this off of like Andrew Yang's uh, uh, proposal. But I guess perhaps like baby corporations would probably or just corporations slash businesses will probably benefit most from that model. Uh, because like it's with like the idea that like if people are constantly getting like income monthly they'll be able to put it back into the economy so as a result corporations would have the most benefit versus the federal government like whereas like the federal government would have to like take funds from itself whereas it probably wants to use those funds for other things like is that like uh, i feel you yeah yeah because it has to I'll put it, I'll say this in order for us to do UBI, 
we've got to have like something that's making us a massive amount of money. Whether that be marijuana or what. I mean, a good cash crop would help out this country. We've done well when we've had a natural resource that we can exploit, basically. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. You like, that's who I think. I think corporations definitely benefit from it. Um, it does, it does make me the only way I see governments being interested in it more is if governments want to sell the model to other smaller governments as a, mm -hmm. like a, like procedural plan of how to enact something like this. But at the same time, <clears throat> it's hard. It's very hard to like, we're very, built into our world because everything's like very um, America's very set up so you can do certain things whereas like convincing like a underdeveloped nation to do certain things they're just not gonna hop on board because the government the state's not offering anything for them to want to listen to them you know what I mean yeah. mm -hmm. so it's it's a tough area I, I do think it and like I, I agree with you in the sense that I do think it's corporations because I think I mean one the obvious point that the corporations are already controlling the governments but like I do think that like there's going to be this like weird high because I mean the US, the US government has a corporate ID number it's like 00001 or some shit like that so mm -hmm. they're a federally recognized corporation. So like and I and I will go on record like there's definitely not a business that makes as much money as the United States government, but those businesses do have more like power in a sense because they can kind of manipulate the government into doing what they want. So like that's that's a good question too is like what takes what over? Do the corporations take over the government or do the government take over the corporations? Is it this weird mix? Our future's fucked, dog. It's it's like thank God for OnlyFans and like high level drugs and shit like that, because I, I think that's I think that's gonna be the future is just like face masks, daily injections of like marijuana straight into your bloodstream and just like <laughs> you know, like some kind of opium den that you end up hanging out with it with your family. <laughs> yeah. Like your family's just a walking opium den. You guys have like, like chess pieces like, like this connected to like THC vendors or some shit. Like <laughs> you got like, if you're a little right. tired, you got some cocaine injections. Just like, just imagine like, like you're like hanging out with your boy and like he's got like the percolator 5000 built into his chest and you're just like chilling and he's like oh hold up one just a second <laughs> his eyes are just bloodshot red you're just like whoa dude whoa that's a massive rip man <laughs> yeah 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 honestly like i feel that way well uh um I got like a little uh, 
a vape cartridge thing and uh, I took it out in public once and I just felt that that way just like I, I was like taking it out of my sleeve just vaping it it's like dude I'm the uh, this is the fucking future right now so it's just, amazing isn't it yeah like it feels wrong but it feels so goddamn good bro oh. the best is like working jobs because you know especially if you work like a shit corporate job a lot of you know you're gonna want to have like a little THC break during lunch or some shit like that and you get a little stony bony and go back into the second half of work and like nobody can smell it. So you don't have that like, hmm, why does, you know, such and such smell like marijuana or whatever? You're just like, nah, I'm chilling, bro. <laughs> I'm Jay chilling. I'm Jay chilling. Um, well, anything else, boys? Uh, you know what? Let, let, let's just let's just power into 2021, man. Hell yeah! It, it's 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 gonna be a harsh winter, like you said, but I think we're ready for it. God damn right, we're fucking we're real ass motherfucker. We're, we're real ass dudes of the year. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I wanna I wanna shout out Junkhead listeners. I want to shout out all the guests that have came on Junkhead. I want to shout out everybody that like is, you know, anything that's became in connection with like my personal uh, page that like doing growth and shit like that. The art page, whatever. I appreciate you two gentlemen for coming in to my life to do podcasts and sketches and shit it means a lot. Um I appreciate I appreciate my family and my dealer and you know all the the good fun stuff like that. My god, all six of them. Um uh, let's see here. Bella Delphine finally uh getting fucked on OnlyFans. That's pretty cool. Ooh. Not even really a <clears throat> excuse me I'm, I'm not even I, i'm not even like a big fan of hers but i saw the vids and i was like okay cool all right all right pounded what would smash brother <laughs> uh i i wish forum boards like i wish like the internet was like the matrix so whenever i did see porn i could just like electronically high five all my bros just like <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh oh shout out to uh this is a the last little bit here shout out to the lady that i saw on facebook there's a guy on my hometown i'm gonna pull this up right now i'm gonna pull this up I'm, I'm i'm gonna pull this up pull it up bro Oh God! Fucking this dweeb. Okay, there he is. Okay, here we go. Is my man doing all right? 
<laughs> so the picture is of this man crying. Um, and it, his caption is, I'm literally ugly crying over Vegeta's redemption arc in the Boo saga. Hey, man, I feel that, that, no. that was a hard moment. No, 100%. Very, very tough moment. And, I, and I'm not going after him for that. Um, but uh, so you have you have like that right one before it. Thirsty is such an apt description of my current mood. My mouth is watering for everything right now. Not even just sex shit. I literally want to chew on this off-brand White Claw can. Cringe. We might have to get this guy on the on the pod, man. I think so. I think so. And then, you ever just been horny for life? <laughs> is his status? Oh god. I think he's and, one of us. So, yeah, uh, he's not a not a bad dude. Not a bad dude. Um yeah, this is not this is not a, a, a rapper guy situation like the beginning of the pod. But in this thread where he says, y'all, you ever just been horny for life? There's this lady down here. Uh, I was about to dox her. Fuck. I'm really about to dox her. Um, she says, not in every six years. But yeah, once upon a time I was. <laughs> Are you saying you haven't been horny in six years? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> and you know what? Because you put this information out in public, I'm going to infer that and I'm going to dive deeper into your life by looking at your profile. <coughs> no, that's not fun. I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not laughing at that picture at all. So first off, her cover picture, one of her kid children clearly is cross-eyed, and it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's the greatest thing I've ever... And people who listen to the podcast, if you want to see this picture, hit me up. I will... I will show it to you. I, I we will take care of you. I'm not going to dox her on the pod. I'm not going to do that to this poor lady. I'm not going to do that. But this kid looks like such a momo in this fucking picture. Uh, it, it is fucking unreal. I definitely saw him as a mid Boston stalker. <laughs> <laughs> I had to shoot him up. For real. Yeah. So. I click her I click her profile, okay? And the first thing that I noticed is that she's engaged to, to a guy. What a lucky fellow. Yeah. He's engaged to the lady who hasn't been horny in 6 years. Oh yeah. I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> so then I'm like looking at her pictures and I'm like she's pretty decent looking she's like kind of a smoke show. Mm, yeah, yeah, lie. like an older lady, but still hot by sure. Yeah, but then look, so then oh. we get to see the picture of the boyfriend, okay? And he looks the picture of the boyfriend. He looks like he like the picture of the guy who like they take the picture of the guy and he's in a jail cell and he's just like, please get me out of here! Like, <laughs> oh my god, like I'm in a hostage. Ah. So, but I'm like, you know what? Bad picture. Sometimes it happens. You know, you can't control everything. <laughs> oh, 
<clears throat> That's not funny. I'm not laughing. Oh, oh, he's like that in all the pictures. Is he crying out for help? <laughs> all of the this one he had to hide his face in a fucking bath so it doesn't look like he's in a goddamn hostage situation. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like he's got a brand on his chest too. Yeah, look at this one. She she this is after she beat him and made him wear a flat bill hat. You know, she's low key saying she likes black guys. Look at all the those emojis. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, you just slide into her DMs like, right. let me, let me, <laughs> let me add some chocolate to your vanilla shake, baby. <laughs> Look at those fists, man. Those aren't Caucasian fists. Yeah, no, yeah, that that is African, Mexican, and yeah. Puerto Rican. Yep, yeah. <laughs> she she even looking at him like, why can't you be better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get that melanin madness, bro. Yeah. <laughs> get those superpowers, man. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. Did they think man. these were cute pictures? Jesus. This is what white people think is love, bro. <laughs> My man's on a suicide hotline right now with that. Bro, he's so bad that if if he was one of my boys, whenever I went over to his house, I'd be checking to make sure there's not spare pieces of rope lying around. Yeah, like who it knows? Like he about to break. Look like he about to break her neck for the way his <laughs> his hands. <laughs> he just he just. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, I like the, the whole bit has been like, oh, this poor dude, and like, in reality, he's just like the perfect moment. Right, I'm snap this bitch's neck like John Claude Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, gentlemen. Um. Anything uh, did, else? Did, did you have any roasty or observations, rather? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, that was quite the profile. Honestly, though, like, my man looks depressed in the pictures, but he could be doing that, like, cougar shit, where he's like, you know, he's getting a nice, fresh cookies, the fresh baked meals. Like, she smokes, gets some edibles. Like, I don't know, he's probably hustling her. <laughs> he looks pretty goddamn young. I'm just gonna say. Uh, th- th- you know what? I will. That's fair because maybe he's like, maybe maybe his game is on point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's just like, this is a good place to live. She sucks my dick from time to time. Like, you know, the, the kids aren't that obnoxious. I can handle it. Yeah. 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 Maybe like maybe he's like smashing like a twenty five year old on the side, like fucks her at her place, and that's it. Her niece, exactly. Yeah. Like, sure, her mouth smells like like menthol cigarettes, but hey, she pays my bills, you know, pays my tuition. You got to make sacrifices in life. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I feel it. I I I. Uh, it takes me back to me hooking up with this older woman. Who was really hot? Like she was a like really good looking. Like she was probably 
I think she was like late 40s, early 50s, but like in shape, you know, like worked out all the time, all that kind of thing. And had like like a body that just like did not look old at all, like no wrinkles or anything like that. Except for her butthole. Eesh. It just you could see it was like the rings of a tree where you could see the age of it. It was just like it just like it was so old and kind of been through the mill and shit like that. And like not even in like a like a beaten pussy kind of look like not that just like it's 50 years old, man. It's just not what it used to be. Like it just, it just like the car has been taken out a few times and like driven around the lot. And I just remember like, like she's hot and like, I enjoyed my time with her, but I, I don't think I hooked up with her post that fact just because like I had this like really, really like, I just, I had this like weird thought staring right at her asshole. Like while we were fucking doggy style. (laughs) <laughs> so like does it like a stepped on onion ring or is is it droopy or not not so much that if i had to describe it it kind of looks like okay so like you know like when you like look at porn and you like see a woman's asshole they've got like the ridges around like you got like the circle where like the the, the poop shoot and then you got the little ridges around the poop chute. The yeah. octagon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The starfish part. Yeah. Just imagine if somebody took the starfish part and just stretched that out a bunch. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. So is it what was it like a like an open draft situation? Like 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 whenever she like uh poots, it was like a <laughs> Or, or is it like, <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> Potentially, yes to that. But what I do remember is just like excess skin on her asshole. Mm. And like when she like laid down and like, like got in like all fours in front of me and like did doggy style, like you could really like, you know, obviously the buttholes right there. So you can kind of see everything. And like, it just like, it, it just like it was just kind of opened up the way a flower does in spring. And I was just like, oh, mm, mm, oh, uh, I, ooh, I don't know. OK, OK, but still, though, man, I, I got to say, I, I'm not sure if this is my own fetish, but like I just saw a fit granny like yesterday. And I, I think they're I think they're unsung heroes or heroines. I don't, I don't know what you call them, but <laughs> the, 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 the dump trucks. Exactly. Mm. Oh, shut up. Peppermint. Well, and, and like 100%, if I wouldn't have seen that, like if we'd have just stayed like missionary sex, never would have complained. Yeah. Like, but I, I'm also like one of those people like. Like, I, I can't eat tofu because the texture fucks me up. So, like, mm, there's just yeah. weird things that'll like set me off. Like, yeah it's just kind of hard to explain. Cause like, I don't, I I'm like right there with you. I have no issue fucking older women. Like it's a lot of fun to be honest. Mm. Um, but yeah, just like, like 
jiggle like whenever I like fucked her from behind and it would kind of like move with my hips and I was just like mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it made me so mad too because I was so into it I was like this bitch is fucking sexy she's got some gray hair here but I fucking like that I'm gonna tear this pussy up god damn it what the fuck is that and <laughs> I hated being that sensitive about it. I was like, don't be a pussy. Just stay hard. I'm yelling at myself inside my head. It's just making everything worse. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of feel you, man. I've never seen an asshole twerk before. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, I, I will say um, I did fuck another older woman. And uh, I remember like hooking up with her. And it was like, it was good sex, like really fun stuff. But in like the sweetest mom move that like was very sweet, but almost so sweet that it made it weird. But like they also did it. It just like, it just like is very much like depends on how you took it in the moment, that kind of thing. But we got done fucking and like I was like getting ready to leave and she's like, oh, I'll pack you a lunch for your day. And I was just like, what? <laughs> what? Hell yeah. That's cute. And, I, and, and like, right a, well, and yeah. And you're like, on one hand, you're like, I'm not going to hate on it. It's a free lunch. But at the same time, you're just like. What? Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. what? Now, I took the lunch. I mean, you know, I'm, <laughs> I was a broke bitch. I mean, it was yummy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, is it that time to close out Junkhead for the year? I think I'm ready to hear the old Reverend. Wait, Re Reverend Yellow Lovegood? Yeah, I'm Reverend Yellow Lovegood <laughs> coming here live. Just want to let y'all know the Junkhead is grown like a motherfucker on Christmas. These white and black motherfuckers that run this goddamn podcast have gotten bigger than Richard Nixon's dick at a Chinese bathhouse. I swear to God, he's the baddest motherfucker I've ever seen. I'll tell you what, I went outside. Shit. Bless my golf clubs again. And you know what? I was hanging out outside. Guess who I saw? Hey there, partner. It's Diamond Dick Long. Well, hey there. It's Reverend Yellow Lovegood. How you doing, man? How's it going? It's pretty goddamn good, partner. Just hanging out of the ranch. The Junkhead Ranch, that is. I got Z. Good old Z. DJ Bitch. Parker. For some reason... My ranch jokes wanted me to call him Parker the Darker, but that's just fucked up. I can't do that. There's no way that can fly in today's modern world. You're goddamn right that can't fly, man. White liberals that come into my church ain't gonna take that type of shit. They get pissed off, you make a gay joke. Shit. It's not my fault their cousin was sucking dick in a bathhouse. I see you borrowed my bathhouse feature. That's part of my jokes. I remember I was in San Francisco. I know about San Francisco, that gay ass shit down there. Yeah, well, let's just say in a San Francisco bathhouse in 1972, I learned the meaning 
of Rhinestone Cowboy. And on that note. And on that note. Folks. Folks. Junkhead. Junkhead is out, motherfucker. Junkhead is out. Junkhead is out.